Okay, so um, first of all, thanks everybody for for joining us on the podcast this week. As we know, it's a it's a big weekend uh, with an All Ireland semi final on the horizon, uh, and on the back of a good campaign so far in the championship. Uh, Matt, I'll hand it over to you to kick off the questions. But uh, um, it, it, it's 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 a big weekend for Limerick Ladies football. Yeah, I suppose it's a huge weekend actually for 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 Limerick Ladies football, and you know. Um, the green mist eyes of mine uh, uh, have been seeing it um, over the last couple of weeks and reflecting, is this going to be a matter of 2018? Um, and you know what happened in 2018 when we won the other than seeing a hurling and the ladies football. So it would be nice if history repeated itself for the second time in, in, in three years. But um, Donald, I, it's, it's very hard to judge going into a semi-final when you have two groups which is the harder of the two groups. Now, you're going in against the team, you're going in with a 100% record, two decent wins, which you must be very pleased with, I would imagine, um, against the side um, that has lost the game. Yeah, they've lost um, to a team that everyone says is raging hot favourites to win the, the junior. Um, they're the division above us. They were in the All-Ireland final last year, so... You know, we're we're going in as underdogs to this game, so if it's a, it's something we can relax a bit on because the pressure's on them to perform. Yeah, having said that, you you must be very 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 pleased with the way that your team came back after the lockdown, because certainly you didn't root up any trees during during um, the league campaign, and I suppose in many ways that was to be expected. A completely new panel practically. A new manager coming in, and um, there was a getting to know your process, and you didn't have that terrible long of a run into the league. But certainly, since since the lockdown, um, since the restrictions were lifted, um, it's a different Limerick team we're seeing. It's a far cry from the Limerick team that we saw against Leitrim in, in in the league. Yeah, look, we it was kind of late when we really got together. I think really our first official training session was the eighth of December, and our first match was the twenty sixth of January. Um, we didn't really do much for the league. Um, it was just about getting the girls out, getting them experience, getting them playing, and getting them knowing one another. That was the main thing for the league. We had actually we did have huge plans for after the league training purposes, but Mr. Kovac came in and put a stop to that. Um, so the league was never a big thing for us. The Leitrim game, yeah, look, they were very good, but again, we were out of the league. It wasn't like we used thirty players on the day, so it wasn't either. You know, a fair reflection on the girls. In fairness. Um, and I thought we in the league we had a lot of bad looking on the way. Carlo game we we should have won. The girls will tell you that. Um, loud storm brought us up to Cooley, kick comes up near the entry border and yeah, we went back to a pint, you know, and yeah, we lost in the end by four pints, but um a good performance, a great team performance because it didn't drop the head that day and it showed it showed very positive signs for the whole squad in general progressing. And then when we got him back in September, in fairness, look, the girls have been excellent. Absolutely fantastic. Like, we were training last week, and the weather we had was atrocious. Um, and those girls just gave everything to the trains. Two nights drowned, absolutely drowned. It. And nobody said a word. Nobody complained. Nobody gave out about it. And that shows a tie, a, a, the whole ethos of this group, what they're doing and what they're committed to doing, which is fantastic. The whole narrative surrounding Limerick in, in, in the championship, Donald, is about all the new faces and the turnover since 2018. 
huge leap of faith on your part and your management team to bring in so many new faces together. Yeah, well, look, as fairness to the, the squad that was there beforehand, a lot of them, it, not their own fault, just weren't around. They'd moved away, got jobs elsewhere and, you know, pregnancies and things like that. And, you know, we were left in no circumstances but to move on. And, yeah, look, for me, it was always about bringing in new faces, giving them experience and bringing them on for the future. That was a building process that I wanted and I believed in what's there in the McLeodis football and coming through in the McLeodis football. Um, it's, it, it's, it's very good what's there coming through. And the girls that are there, in fairness, the likes of, likes of Caroline, Cathy, me and them, the girls were there for the last few years, that those experienced girls that are there and show these younger girls the way forward and what's expected to of them. It's something I came across a few years ago. Um, Cork Ladies Football actually do it every year. They bring six minors into the seniors panel. And they're chaperoned by six senior, and they're told this was expected. Yeah, this is what you have to do if you want to play for Cork senior ladies. This is the commitment you have to give, and it won't be tolerated otherwise. They thought it was a very good um, learning curve for the girls coming through, and like those girls trained every night with the seniors. They never got to play. They didn't get uh, named in a program, but they were mere issues for all Ireland final days, and they gave them an all Ireland medal at the end of it. So it was a huge experience for those girls coming through. And that's what you want, especially in ladies' football. It's, it's gone very fast, very mobile game. So youth has a, a massive thing to play in that as well. Yes, of course, 100% you need the experience there as well, but it's just getting the right balance for it. And that's, look, that's what we're trying to do, is get these girls, give them experience and build them up. Dave, a huge weight on, on your shoulders. Really your first year in the team, practically, nailing down a place, surrounded by a whole... Uh, a whole raft of new players in the same circumstances as yourself. A lot of pressure. Um. Oh God, I'd, I'd love to say Matt, pressure is for tires, but I suppose when it came out in the 2020, when we were coming up with that new panel in the year 2020 that it was, um, I was obviously one of those players that was newly introduced to the team. Um. Again, being 2020, I kind of said to myself, you know, do I want to give? Do I want to give this a go? Um, considering it was all about enhancing women's sports. So I suppose that was one of the main indicators for me. You know, you're listening to a lot of people. I'm after hitting 25 now. I know it's not very old, but, you know, your playing days are limited. Um, and that was more so a driving force there for me to kind of get involved. While I know, did the lads take a gamble on a few of us putting me there um, at the forefront? I don't know, but um, I'd like to believe that um, they obviously saw something there in the squad and as Donald had mentioned, we've girls there who've been on the panel before, so Caroline, Kathy, Amy, Kathleen, all of those girls, like they made a, such a seamless transition for a lot of the new girls, you know, and that was something that was crucial there for me, like, um, and it has been a massive, massive support, like, like with Caroline there as my vice captain, you know, like a seamless transition as I had said already she's just so knowledgeable and so experienced like in the field of it you know giving how many years there to Limerick like and without Caroline and Kathy all the girls that are there Amy and Kathleen they made it you know really easy I suppose um to get involved and to carry on with all these new faces and those girls as well have been playing in underage um I know myself I haven't been involved in those few years but um, a lot of those girls, like Maeve, Sarah Sheehan, Katie Heelan as, as well would have been involved back in 
um, the 2018 campaign. But it's just important, I suppose, to be aware that a lot of these birds have experienced an underage, but maybe missed out on that push um, to move on to senior level. And I suppose that's what Dolan's talking about there with the whole idea of the Cork LGFA, like introducing those minors at such an early age. It's, it's very important because we want to keep girls um, you know, involved in the game and we want to have the best players in Limerick playing with the county team. Um, so do we need to make a step forward there by introducing younger, younger girls? We do, but we also need you know, the experience um, from the other girls there to bring them on. And again, just to make that... I, I suppose, a valuable support network um, on the squad itself. For you personally, um, Neva, it's been a fantastic year, like captain, captain in your county, um, playing at centre-back, a key position on, on, on the team, and such a great run with, with Drum Bradford in, in the domestic championship. Oh, it's, it's, you know, the year and all it was, um, it's been a fantastic year, considering... I suppose, the circumstances that we're under. And I, I mean, credit where credit's due, I suppose, with the club scene and with the county scene, we were blessed with the management structures that were put in place for us. Um, we all had a goal, I suppose, for the club this year. I said if, we, if I was leaving Ocularie this year, I wouldn't be coming home if we didn't come home with that trophy. I suppose the house itself it would have fallen apart, the amount of us that are involved. But with the club scene, that was what we went out to do this year. We, we've left it behind. We've got four... Um, semi-finals and we've got knocked out by the skin of our teeth and it just we weren't accepting it this year and the same goes we've, we've brought that mantra I suppose um, onto the county team as well so there's four for our club reps and that and that mantra as we'd said we'd set out at the start of the year and it's just every game you go with every game you go with the intent to win, the, win every game and we're so lucky to be surrounded by girls um, who've also been involved in really really uh, successful club campaigns so like Caroline there with St. Davies winning their championship campaign. Um, unfortunately, the junior championship wasn't uh, run off this year, but we've girls there as well who were blooded into the county championship this year with really, really good, um, I suppose, really, really good blood in them, football blood, um, winning blood. I suppose winning is a habit. And when you're playing with girls there from who did, you know, fantastic club campaigns, and now we're moving into the county campaign where we haven't lost any of our games this year, which is fantastic. But... Winning's a habit, and we're very lucky that the girls that we're surrounded with um, have that mantra themselves, you know, and long may it last, I suppose, really. Um, we'd be hoping, you know, uh, all things going well, that we're not going to leave this weekend behind us either. Um, the two games that you played to date, um, Neve, um, Derry and Antrim, there were marked similarities in the games in that you played with, with what was a stiff breeze in the first half. And on, on both occasions, uh, um, didn't have what looked to be a safe lead at, at halftime, um, anything but safe. But in the second half, the defence stood up, really, really came to the fore. Um, absolutely, Matt. And like the conditions that we're playing at now, like you're talking there about the wind, it's, it's not something you'd expect to be playing with if you were in, you know, the middle of summer. It's, it's very different conditions. Um, you know, we're with the wind, we're against the wind. It's, it's about, I suppose, we're, we're settling down a little bit later into the matches and that's something that we need to cut out there because, you know, we can be a little bit wasteful or you mightn't be, I suppose, instilled in that belief to a certain extent. You know, you always have to go in with the belief that you're better than your marker and you have to get in our boots. 
Um, I do think though that we, we sorry, I'm going to have to fall off the chair. <laughs> um, I do think though, you know, we, we have the ability there in the back. We're a very, very strong defensive backline. Um, but again, it's, again, we're only working as a unit lately. Um, we're only back together the last maybe, what, six, eight weeks. It's flying by. I don't even know how many we've had left at this stage. But we're, every day is a learning curve and every minute, you know, we start to bleed in each other. We're playing that bit better as a unit. So I'd like to think that, you know, come this weekend, we'll be much more of an oil machine again. And maybe instead of just turning up in that second half, um, as you were saying, um, that we'd be able to, you know, get, get off the mark that bit quicker. But at the same time, I suppose we have to look at um, what are we actually conceding in our games? We're cutting out a lot of ball there. Um, it's just a case of being much more efficient and effective going up the field and taking the opportunities and the returns as they come. Um, so, our, our, you know, what we're conceding is quite low in the grand scheme of things. So that's something that we're going to, you know, want to go forward and bring into this weekend as well. Caroline, um, can I take you back to uh, April 2019? Can I take you back to Kinnegad? Yes, you can, Matt. Can I take you back to a league semi-final? Yep. When, when your opponents were for Manor. The halftime score was Limerick 4-6 for Manor 1-4. The full-time score was for Manor 2-15, Limerick 2-7. Oh, sorry, 4-7. Um, what happened? Is there a bit of hurt um, from that game? Is there a desire to exact revenge on Sunday? Uh, absolutely, Matt. You're talking about the day now that it only seems like last weekend. Um, there's definitely hurt there, and I suppose we know a lot of the players that we're playing against and how they play. So we're trying to, I suppose, maybe mark up on those two or three players and to focus on our game plan then as well. Um, it's really important to focus on what we want. Um, and as I said, that's what we've been focusing on at training with Limerick. So we want to attack the wing and then switch our play then as well. Um, because Fermanagh like to play very crowded and very defensively. So I think if we open up their defence, we will definitely get the scores. And like you said, there is a, a lot of hurt there from last year. Um, I suppose from our point of view, maybe a panic set in. We were getting too comfortable up towards yes. half time. Um, but I think if we attack them then straight away, um, we will definitely get the scores in and we'll be on top then. Um, from that day, from that day above in, in, in Kinnegad, um, on Sunday there were only five players that featured that day are in, the, in the squad. Does it put a lot of extra pressure on those with a bit of ex experience? There's yourself and 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 Katie Mee, uh, Roshin Ambrose is, is there. Um, Katie Healan, Rebecca, Rebecca Daly. They are the five survivors that featured that day. Um, well, I suppose I wouldn't say maybe pressure that extra pressure. I suppose every player takes it in their stride differently. Um, I suppose if we use that experience, then we can definitely. I suppose be a leader on the pitch to the younger girls, but at the end of the day, everyone is a leader on the pitch. Um, it's not the experienced players, it's the 26, 27 players on the panel. Um, and I would say that as well, you know, every training session that we're at, we're growing, we're, we're building as a team. And, you know, you can really see that there is a bond developing between the girls, which is, is brilliant now. Yeah. 
the, the narrative going, going into the Antrim game was um, that Antrim had beefed up their midfield um, and the hope of it providing a platform to win the game. When the game was over, the narrative was about the two Limerick midfielders, um, Caroline Hickey and Roisin Ambrose. You have a very, very good understanding between you. Yeah, I think myself and Roisin, we really gelled together now. Um, I suppose that's part Ireland. If one of us is going forward, then the other one will hold back. Um, and as Roisin likes to attack then on the wings and then I'd be more defensively. But I think it's when you have your midfielder, you kind of just click and, you know, you know each other's style of play. And, you know, it's, it's brilliant now, the fact that we are working very well together. And, you know, we're working, a work rate from both players is, is phenomenal. So I can't just say that from my part now, Roisin has been exceptional. And it's not just the midfielders at the end of the day, it's all 15 players on the pitch. So... You know, you can see that our, it's all about our work rate and our intensity that have been getting us over the line, um, especially against the northern teams. Their physicality is unbelievable. So um, the girls have really, really stepped up and it's, it's brilliant to see that they're coming on and developing confidence at each match and training. Right, Raf. Girls, I suppose for me, uh, Niamh, the the biggest uh, change or difference in in this year's preparation. I know, I suppose we've um, we've all seen the the individual water bottles, the the protocols around training. What's been the the biggest kind of thing, the hardest thing that you've had to get used to, or, or is it the fact that there's nobody at the games? What's been the biggest thing that the the biggest upheaval? Um, would you believe it or believe it not? I think the biggest upheaval is meeting the girls after the match and being able to get together. Um, I, as I actually said it before, like I just think that getting to know your players, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch, um, is so important and actually getting to know them as an individual person, um, not just your teammate on the pitch. Um, reason being is that I just find that, you know, if you get to know these girls, and I'm not saying it's going off, um, to the pub or whatever it is like you know all these things are closed but I just feel that you know if you know your players personally that you really do build a better bond with them um, and I suppose you just kind of feel that you you're set to go to war with them um, and I think that's something that I'm I'm really missing um, you know and it's not necessarily celebrations but talking about the match afterwards you know you're in a group you might watch the, bat, the match back and you might talk about, you know, what did we do well? What, what did we not do well? What can we improve on? And those kind of things I really feel that we miss out on because it's just a, ma a massive bonding opportunity there for girls to get to know each other and see each other off the pitch. And, you know, I know that the water bottles and the whole idea of the tactic board at the, wa at the water break and stuff, yeah, like, it's, it's new, but I think we've adapted to that. Um, I just don't think that there is any way in which you can adapt to not, you know, getting to know your players off the pitch and the conditions that we're at, that we're in at the moment. And I know training, like training's what, an hour and a half, two hours, and we go up and we have our food and we have our moodoo or whatever it might be. And that's a great opportunity as well, but it is cut short as well. Um, you just like those opportunities to be slightly longer, I suppose. Um, that would be a big thing there for me. Like, um, I, I really do miss those because I just think it's a massive gateway for people, you know, to express themselves and to get to know each other on um, another basis and another level. 
Caroline, I suppose um, from, from from your point of view, um, having a crack at an All Ireland, at, at getting to an All Ireland final, how how much that does that mean to this squad this year? When when you consider the the league campaign, you consider all the upheaval, it would be a fantastic achievement to get back to to, to an All Ireland final day. Oh, absolutely, um, Raphael. You know. Um, for the younger girls, especially, you know, they won't they won't realise how hard it is to get to an All Ireland final. Um, I suppose we're not looking at the All Ireland final at the moment just yet. We're taking the semi first of all. Um, as they say, semis are there to be won, and they remember the teams who are in the All Ireland final and not who was really in the semi. Um, and I suppose then from looking at the 2018 campaign, we have eight girls on the panel, and you know that experience will be definitely hugely beneficial for the younger girls um and as i said you know every girl on the pitch at the on sunday will be a leader um from one to 26 so i think it'll be a massive boost for limerick it'll be a massive boost for limerick ladies football um especially with the year that we've had so far and i know our sponsors woodlands have been exceptional to us as well supplying food to us um, so it'll be brilliant just to get back there again and unfortunately it won't be played in crow park this year but you know, an all-around final at the end of the day, anywhere you get to play it is just, it's an amazing feeling. And, you know, to, to play with your county is a fantastic, um, you know, fantastic um, yeah. just just to go back to the you mentioned the woodlands there and i suppose look just because it's not visible this year if anything their support is even more important in times like this and they deserve huge credit they've always been great supporters of, of limerick ga across the board and and and, and 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 you're no different oh absolutely you know they're huge ambassadors um for limerick across the board in her, ga and in lgfa and the whole fitzgerald family are just phenomenal and the work that they do outside um, uh, on the backroom staff has just been exceptional um, and I know even you know they've had to deal with a difficult year themselves um, and I suppose it's just supporting them in any way possible that we can because they have they give it back to us and you know they are phenomenal and we're really grateful for them sponsoring us. Donald I suppose from your point of view having won the two group games and having been out in the in the opening uh, two rounds of the competition your 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 pathway was already kind of decided and you could kind of once they sit back and relax but you could you could watch the kind of last group game moment you were safely in that semi-final what have the me- mental preparations been like from like i said from from a mental point of view looking ahead to this game yeah um for us we don't want to change anything because as carolyn said a while ago it's just another game and we have to treat it as another game um we can't look beyond that. We have to prepare and get ourselves ready for Fermanagh, and that's all we're doing. So we didn't. I wouldn't want to change anything to upheaval. People get into a system and a routine, and sometimes you change that, it upsets everything. So I like to keep things the same as the way they are. So for everyone, everything is just the same. There's no difference, no change. Everything just continues. Super, Matt. You done? Yeah. But. We don't have favourites, um, Donald, um, going going into the last four, raging favourites, apparently. But I, I seem to remember um, two years ago, um, when it came down to this stage of the competition as well, Louth were um, raging favourites. Limerick ended up as champions. Can we repeat it? Look, anything can happen on the day. 
and things possible. It's a good way to finish, I think, Ralph. <laughs>